All right, Fish B, this is important. Even though none of us feel up to it. We got to go really quick. I mean, we're always 15 minutes or less, but we got to go real quick today. Because as long as we're podcasting, then Isaiah can't be on the phone with his cousin playing Roblox together. And, and, and I simply can't deny the pleasure of uh, telephone Roblox with the cousin. So, so we need to keep it moving. Uh, you have a good 4th of July weekend. The highlight of ours, opening day, which wasn't July 1st, it was Thursday the 30th. We got our tickets a week in advance to the Minions, The Rise of Gru, which uh, I wasn't sure was going to do well. Because when we got our tickets a week before the actual showing, we were the first people to buy tickets. And when we arrived at the theater... And we're such minions nerds that we even paid extra for, for collector cups that you take home with you with special minions toppers. They're a delight. Free refills while you're at the theater. But we were the only two people uh, when we bought the seats. And then when we got to our seats, it appeared to be just us. And then one other middle-aged fella at the 333 d show who I think either worked for the theater or worked for a publication and his job was to watch the movie and review it because it sure seemed like he was on his phone a lot. Yet, Minions apparently still had a good opening weekend and made like $250 million. Which, so I don't know why I'm talking like that, uh, which uh, one, of, one of my daughters hates because she loves uh, Universal Studios Orlando. And there's already a Minions ride at Universal Orlando. And there's a Shrek ride. But they're tearing down the Shrek ride to make another Minions ride, which one of my children thinks is outrageous. Not sure if that's neither here nor there, but now you know. And of course, yesterday in real life, uh, woke up on America's birthday to a lot of news notifications about the 4th of July massacre in Illinois. And by now, they, they, they caught the, the kid, the dude, the man, that was he, 22? Looking like a SoundCloud rapper? Um, yeah, they got him. He's been charged with, with seven counts of, uh, of murder. No surprise there. But, but the real, beyond the tragedy, like, I am not in a proper emotional place to, to, to speak to the tragedy in this particular moment. So, so I'm not intending to be, to, to be callous or anything about that, about the loss of life. Because believe me, I feel it. I just can't, um, uh, uh. I certainly empathize, but, but I don't think I can manifest the uh, emotionally where I'm at without going someplace I don't want to go. Because what I t- want to talk about is, is, is the gun laws and red flags and how this gets very, very curious. Because uh, 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 this man, dude, whatever, SoundCloud rapper, um, and I love SoundCloud. Like, SoundCloud is, I'm teasing, but. I guess it's not funny. Um, like, it's where my podcast originates. Like, I, like I, I love SoundCloud. 
But on two occasions in this guy's past, uh, one of them, uh, a friend uh, was so concerned that they called the authorities because the week before, I, I guess there was a legit suicide attempt by, by, by the young man. And, uh, and the cops went over there in a wellness check, and I guess they determined that they're, you know, he was no longer suicidal and didn't have the rights to, uh, you know, to hold him for 72 hours, whatever that legal procedure is in Illinois. And then on another occasion, there was enough concern that the cops had to go over to his house and confiscate 16 weapons, none of them guns, just knives, a dagger, and a sword. Yet despite these two run-ins, it was completely legal for him to buy the AK-47 or, or AR-15 style weapon or whatever the hell it is. I'm not a... I'm not an authority on gun types. I have uh, not, nor have I ever had a subscription to uh, Guns and Ammo magazine. Forgive my ignorance on that front. And this is why this is such a thorny issue, because base, based on those facts, like, if we want to live in a safer world, to me, like, like that's no fucking joke when it comes to when it comes to getting a gun. This is this is the kind of shit you you cannot fuck around with. Like th- th- there has to be like a zero tolerance policy. It's kind of like saying bomb in the TSA line at, at, at the airport, right? Doesn't matter if you're joking. Doesn't matter if you thought it was funny. They they, they don't fucking care. They're not in the mood to parse your mood and and, and your intent. No 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 no. Anyone hears anything like that, you might not be flying for the next, you know, five years. So I would love to say in a situation like this, with a clear pass like that, you know, if he wants to go buy this kind of weapon of mass destruction, the type of weapon that could, you know, shoot 70 rounds or whatever it was into, and, and create a 4th of July massacre. Like, someone needs to sign off on that. I'm not sure if it's, if it's a parent, if it's a psychiatrist, primary care physician, a judge, the chief of police... Any one of the five? Like, that makes sense to me. It makes sense. But, 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 but. I also understand the other side of the argument that the right to bear arms, even though the Supreme Court has determined that, and and it's always been, limited in, in, in one way or another. But it is a constitutional right, Second Amendment.
And I think this is the part where a really good podcast would lead you to some grand conclusion. Um, I like to kind of just bring stuff up and let it linger like a cranberry. As I've said before, this is not a podcast of persuasion or agenda. It's a podcast about stuff. Try to pick important stuff, but and sometimes unimportant. Can we talk for a minute about the a new development, kind of, sort of, in the dead corpse of Roe? Read this headline, that there's internal debate at Google, like, if they should, and it seems they're going to, it seems they're leaning this direction, but Google is likely to delete your billion points of light uh, footprint and profile that, that, that Google has created to delete abortion clinic visits. And I knew Google kept the metadata. But I didn't know they were tying the bow like that. Like, I figured, you know, they would know where I was, or I, I guess it makes sense when I, I, I... And I always assume that my camera's on. I always assume that the microphone is on. But I didn't know they were tying the bow like that like every time I went to the doctor and every single time I went anywhere to anyone's residence, etc., etc., etc. It's just creepy to me. It's just, it's just goddamn creepy. And the reason, because people have, have lobbied before there's 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 like a Facebook thing, right? Where where supposedly you could you, you could look like at the data. But I think even that that was not the entirety of the billion points of light digital footprint. And by the way, no one calls it that. They're, don't 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 Google the billion points of light digital footprint. I've just you know wasn't that George W. Bush's or. Some politician had a thousand points of light, and I've just enhanced the expression for purposes here for reasons I'm, I'm not quite sure why. But now I want to see it. Like, like, I really want to see it. Like, we should all have the right to see what they've got. And because, I mean, we have the right to see, to see our credit report, you know? I don't think these, I, I mean, I guess they do have the rights because we sign away those rights in the, it, it, you know, when we click on accept the terms. And I guess we have the right not to, Google anything or have a phone or, you know, any kind of digital device that attaches to the Internet. I suppose we have that, right? 
But what's going to suck is, or maybe it won't, maybe it will, but whether, whether it's our generation or, you know, generation after us, but somehow like all that shit's just going to get leaked. And anyone will be able to search anyone and see every website, every picture, every, every, every place, every, everything will just be out there. How many seconds you looked for this on Amazon? How it just And at that point all notions of privacy are abandoned. What are the laws when non-public information becomes public? And how long does non-public information have to be public before it is legally public? Meaning that employers and the such, the like, insurance companies can access all of it. Those are fun topics. But the Minions was a delight. I really, I re- I really enjoyed the Minions. And uh, I did want to bring up something else. But we're going uh, to push it because I don't want to rush it. But it centers around this quote from uh, one, one of I always have about you know like thirty favorite songs at any given time, but this one line from uh, I believe you pronounce his name Dijon D I J O N, his song many times, which is straight cash money, but the line you can change your mind now, but you can't change your decision. I think we'll circle back that, to that tomorrow. As your podcast host once again proves he's not very good at talking till manana say adios fishbee